I'm on a tiny little MacBook Air. I thought you just like have like a little Ant-Man computer. I'm, I'm on my Inspector Gadget <laughs> computer watch. <laughs> We're calling each other from our X-Men communicators for this record, for special new record. Those are like little buttons that you push on your nipple. Yep. Yeah, Boop. those. Anyway, I'm Maddie. And I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men and... Todd is here because we finished the anime. We finished it, or at least we yeah. finished the first season of it. Hey, Todd. Hey, Welcome Todd. Welcome back to the show. I'm unmuting my hey. mo- I feel like you were just <laughs> I was here. just here, and then I died, and then I came back. Un- like un- a I un- ghost? Jean Grey. <laughs> okay, multiple characters in this episode die and come back. I, f- I thought that was a little much. I'm going to preface everything by saying that. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. talking about Takeo and Jean both die and then come back as a ghost oh, with like a further okay. message for the people who are still alive okay i don't know what the hell happened to Takeo. he, he, turned he into definitely that bitch is gone oh my god ryan this episode was people talking for 24 minutes and then Takeo going bye and then turning into dust <laughs> like literally nothing else happens that was the voice todd bye, bye. <laughs> sorry with this horrific scenes happening hey, i'm sorry i put everybody in a hell dimension okay, okay bye guys it's kind of like the end of South Park, the movie, when like Kenny reveals his face the first time, and he's just like, goodbye, you guys. And I was like, that's Honestly, his voice? it kind of is like that, in the sense that he is just as tragic and adorable as Kenny, and he dies. Yeah, actually, you <laughs> so, know what? Yeah. Takeo is Kenny. The end of this episode is, oh my God, they killed Kenny. Like, that is the end of this episode. Um, I love it. But yeah, why doesn't Dr. Sasaki die? We will get that's into that. That's a great question. I, I have so many things to talk about because but first i need to say something to you too that's really important holy shit what is happening right now i just listened to a solid 30 (laughs) seconds of you two talking over each other welcome to my life that's how it goes i don't know how many edits this show in post that is is maddie going to edit this episode in a week and just opening just quietly moving the file over listening to it for 90 seconds and then going you know what i can't and then this episode never comes out (laughs) Yeah. Okay, no, Todd, people don't like to hate out with us in person specifically because because Maddie and I will just talk over each other for like, and people are like, we can't understand anything you two are saying. I don't do this with literally anybody else. It's just doing it while you were describing to me that you do it. What is even happening? I know. It's it's, what it's is this just how we are. It used to be worse, shit. if you can believe that. This is something that like other people 
have come to us and been like, like individually together, people have been like, you guys need to stop doing this. And we're like, we can't, we can't. It just happens. I have this really strong memory of that New Year's party. Ryan, I know you're I was just going to say New Year's Eve, we were screaming. <laughs> I have this really strong memory of that moment because it was like the loudest we've ever been. And we were fully talking over each other for like five everyone minutes. was really and bad. everyone else in the room was just staring at us silently like, guys, what the fuck is happening? Like, stop. And we were just screaming full volume at each other. And it was like, we were so happy. We were loving that moment. And no one else was. I clearly haven't done as much podcast editing as Maddie has. But I have done some. No one And there has. are times. <laughs> no one has. <laughs> there, there are the times when I, like, you'll talk about the hell show that editing this, this show is. And in my head, I'm just like. How bad could it be? It doesn't you seem might like think. it should be that bad, right? And right. Now, yeah, 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 now yeah, yeah. I get it. It's a, hell of, it's a hell of your own making is what's happening. Yeah. You've I done this, this to yourself. to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like other people can just kind of line up the tracks and move on. More or less. Whereas I'm like, oh my God, no one's got to understand what the fuck we're saying here. I got to move these around. <laughs> anyway, let's let's get to it. All right, everybody. So previously on the X-Men, how, how deep do we want to get here? Uh, do you want to recap the whole show? No, 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 no. I think I can sum it up pretty easily because okay. this episode, not a lot actually happens in the episode. Everything that's been set up has already completed. And then this episode is just... That's true. Let's resolve it, and then we're done. So here's the setup. Dr. Yui Sasaki has imprisoned her child. She's a horrible person. She's imprisoned her child of herself and Charles Xavier in a basement behind several locked doors and (laughs) beneath several (laughs) elevators. Didn't tell Xavier. Didn't tell Xavier he had a kid, even though Xavier has been having visions of this child for years now. We find out why that is in this episode. I actually kind of liked that. I th- I kind of thought that we knew why, but it's a, it's a little bit more explained here. I mean, this episode's kind of slow and not the strongest, but I will say that, like, I don't know. I feel like everything that they give us makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. I, I really like that about this show. I have no other questions. I, I feel like we can almost yeah, never say exactly. that about a show we watch. We get to the end of the final episode, and it's like, okay, well, that's all wrapped up. Yeah, which is a nice feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. I, what is closure like? I've never heard it <laughs> yeah, before. I, know, I mean, Wolverine I and the X Men didn't even know what closure was. Oh it was God. like I still have questions about what the fuck was going on. Why was <laughs> what was Mastermind's fucking motivation? We'll never fucking know. Anyway. I truly love that. Like, just at some point, Brian Singer runs in the room and this is like, "Quick, make Emma's eyes turn into mystique eyes." Oh my God! The next season, oh, they're just like, "Why did that happen?" God. And the, yeah. the writers are yeah, like, we'll I don't know. know. He made us do it. There's no actual explanation for it. Yeah. It took me a minute to understand the joke you're making. I was like, that didn't happen. What? Brian's <laughs> going to work on this. What? Wait, Emma's Brian's eyes like, She's only Mystique in eyes? the end credits. Oh, my God. Was Mystique controlling the show in the end credits the whole time? It was actually Mojo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> See, that none of that happens. None of that is in here. Uh, so Mastermind finds out that Takeo is in this underground lab. Mastermind's also super dead now. He's super dead, but... We'll get there. He insinuates himself into Dr. Sasaki's life, (laughs) pretends to be a lab tech, gets in far enough close to Takeo that he's able to 
use his powers of illusion and telepathy generally to convince Takeo that, I don't know, that he's a special, powerful mutant. Also still trapped in a tube. Yeah, Takeo's trapped in a mother brain tube this whole time. There's two There's two villains. They're both treating Takeo like shit. Yeah. That's basically what you need to know. But one of them's only been doing it for nine months, and he's the one who dies. And the other one's been doing it for his entire life and doesn't die. Clearly, I'm revealing what my politics are here in terms uh, of who I think should okay, have died. Well, but you know what, though? Later on in this episode, she's going to try and kill herself. But and like all the X-Men are like, stops her. And I's like, I get nobody it. St- what do you, okay, Xavier stops her. All the X-Men are just standing there staring. And Beast is like, do it. <laughs> yeah, everybody quietly is like, oh, is like you are we going to intervene? You can hear it in Hank's head. They're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, kind like, of, like, it's kind of awkward. I feel like anytime you have a character like lifting a gun to their head or something like you always need someone to stop them like this is just kind of like a classic narrative thing where it's like yeah. well we have to show that this is bad but this is like one of the only shows I've ever watched where I'm like okay but it's also anime insane. and anime is the type of show or the type of genre that would actually go through with it in, in, like, I don't will... know because there's too many people around like I feel like if she was alone then they would go through with it but but because she's doing it performatively yeah, in front of like 12 know. people I mean, like... she's like somebody please stop me hello <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that she, had, I she had no plans to go through with it she's just like oh no I'm putting the injection gun to my neck Whatever will I do to pay for my cry? I know. Jesus <laughs> and all Christ. They're just like, yeah, I wonder, bitch. Like looking at their watches, <laughs> kind of looking away. By the way, uh, Dr. Sasaki manages to reveal even more terrible she shit does. she did in this episode and i'm just like Somehow, why does she get to live like what I the know. fuck it's really upsetting i mean i feel like the implication at the end is that takeo's ghost is like no mommy i want you to live and i'm like i don't believe you are but- you sure takeo said that and not just xavier so he could be like i want to fuck her still like i don't know i mean I, it was I, it's I, not I, my favorite look, in this look okay <laughs> No, I'm, I, I know what you're going to say, Todd. This version of Xavier doesn't really seem like that kind of guy. I, I will say Ryan, that. Ryan, I do think that your hatred of Xavier is coloring your interpretation of this specific Xavier maybe a no, little bit. No, all Xaviers are evil, just like Extreme X-Men taught this me. This one I think is okay. I'll, I'll say it. There's a moment in this episode where I started to be like, is this Xavier bad? And then I was like, no, all right. Actually, he's all right. He's okay by me. I, I feel like he does his best. Yeah, okay, but what would have happened if we got a sequel series with Magneto? I don't know. They'd fuck. They'd fuck. <laughs> I, you know what? It would probably be that. I can't believe they teased that. You, oh my God. You know what a bishy Magneto would be. I know. He would have that like long flowing old so man pretty. Eric hair. He would be, He'd be like a exceedingly silver fox. pretty. He'd oh. have like a deep voice, and you, and you know that his voice would be in the basement. Oh my god! Oh yeah, just like yep. hello, Charles. I love it. I would. I'd be here for it, and he'd also be glistening sometimes. <laughs> and he'd be like wearing cool armor and stuff. Yeah, his armor would probably be huge. I love that I attempted to make my voice as much as possible, and all it sounded like was me very gay and slowed down a lot. <laughs> 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 Which is kind of how Magneto would sound. Go so that seems fine. Todd, right here, <laughs> this is where Hello, you want to be. I can't. All right, my name is Magneto. We're talking about this because there is a post-credit scene where 
it is revealed that Magneto has escaped from his high security prison. I'm mentioning that now because it's not relevant to anything in this episode and it, nothing ever comes of it. So the listeners may as well understand why we're talking about Magneto so much. Well, now that we've like given away all three parts of the ending, we do we need to totally do the episode? We are recapping this episode from the end. We're doing it in reverse. <laughs> I feel like we did it in order. Jean's dead, Takeo's dead, Dr. Yui Sasaki tries to kill herself and everyone's sort of okay with it. And then the episode ends. <laughs> now, All right, everybody. We can go over Thanks it. for tuning in. Um, so <laughs> anyway, you can get, catch us on Patreon. I do have a lot of chores I have to do today. <laughs> yeah, right. Nice, nice tight 15 minute show. Great yeah. work, that would be everybody. the fastest this we've ever wanted? been. Isn't this what they expected of the grand finale of the X-Men anime? Is it nice 15 minutes? Okay, well, we spent five minutes talking about how we record an episode, and then the other five minutes, we gave away the ending, and then we're like, all right, we're bouncing. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Just like we're turning into golden sparkles and floating away on the sunset. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. So to, to finish up the recap, Takeo is now a fucking kaiju monster yeah, that can kaiju. bend reality around, and all the X-Men are like, I think we got to kill him. And Dr. Sasaki's crying. Xavier's like, no. And Armor's like really mad at pretty much everyone at this point. Yeah, because she's like, really? We completely abandoned this child and now our only solution is to kill him? Like, that's yeah, what we're doing to here? Hisako. Yeah. Shout out to Hisako in this episode, who's the only person oh, she's being awesome. like, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? She's yeah. like, have <laughs> any of you tried talking to him? And yeah. they're like, why would we do that? And Hisako's like, well, now that I'm getting my memories back, uh, it seemed to work out great for me, but whatever. <laughs> but Maddie and Todd, what does this episode open with? It's the moon. The it moon. is the moon. <laughs> I don't know why. There's really no reason why it opens. I thought the they moon. were going to do something, but it was just full on anime bullshit well okay they clearly needed okay this is a this is a weird annoying thing to me about this episode that is not going to annoy anyone Sailor else Moon is there? i'm just i didn't know why she was there the either f- what? <laughs> ryan usagi i'm gonna finish my sentence now is that okay no should i start singing serena <laughs> you, you are so fired uh they needed to show that this like purple because the x-men are like Oh my god, he like broke the sky, which literally happened last episode. Yeah. They're just like, oh hey, the sky just shattered. Like this is the cover of an old metal album. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That's scary. Yeah. But they but what we see, because we go over the moon, like that's how the camera starts. It goes over the moon, and then we mm-hmm. get to see the earth, and we literally see big purple tendrils coming off of northern Japan. Yeah. And like spreading out to every part of the globe. So this is it's clearly actually a why pretty we're cool seeing shot. It. it is a pretty cool shot. This is why we're mm-hmm. seeing it from space. Mm-hmm, and I guess mm-hmm. they just thought it would be dramatic to like Have the come moon over the surface of the moon and then be yeah. like, here's Earth, bitches. But what yeah. kills me is that like Xavier knows this too, but he at least has like, he can sense people all over the world. So I get that bit. But like the X-Men are going, the whole world is in danger. And I'm like, you don't know that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why they know that. They're like, wow, this is spreading over the whole world. And I'm like, I mean, you guys have no way of knowing that. But yeah. somehow they do. Maybe maybe Beast is quickly looking up like Apple News on his iPad or whatever, and he's like, "Guys, <laughs> a lot of shit is going down. Like he the, like the red it. sky that we're seeing, it's actually all over the entire planet. Everywhere. And like, Nightcrawler's texting me right now. Like shit is kind of <laughs> fucked up. He turns around his iPad and he's got like a TikTok feed running of just people doing lol what the fuck the sky videos. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. From all over the globe. Yeah. <laughs> 
god he's like scrolling quickly and everybody's like oh fuck oh my god sky is breaking challenge (laughs) 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 oh my god so xavier's here now hold on i like how todd said that and we both paused for like a full five seconds (laughs) and then suddenly like it dawned upon us what he said and like we both lost it (laughs) i really like that joke um so xavier's here now after crash landing in japan like he truly showed up right at the last second like he like bombed in at the end of last week's episode and was like I'm here and like was in a fucking escape pod that was a wheelchair yeah. also. I, I found that fucking hilarious. They have no more planes, by the way, which Logan brings yeah, up later. Which actually he's like, Logan um, mentions at the end. Logan's like, how the fuck are we going to get like, back? All of the jets have been destroyed. And Storm is like, bye. Peace. Okay. <laughs> I still want to know, did the Blackbird get eaten by... Takeo, uh, Marsh I think. or Takeo. Takeo. It was never explained. I they think were like the diamond cum is supposed yeah, to be Takeo. Me too. I think so too. But like they just were like it has diamonds, and then it never like went back to that again. So we'll never know why there I was diamonds. I think the jet is just completely destroyed because like Takeo changed the chemical makeup of the snow in that area such that it would like right. diamond solid freeze the plane underground. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Well, okay. Like even. Even if that disappears once Takeo turns into the morning mist. Uh, <laughs> do you think it does? I guess that's a good question. Maybe it does. Well, I got, it wouldn't matter, though, right? Because Hank says however many episodes ago, he's like, even if there wasn't all this cum on the plane, like, the <laughs> engines. He was like, plane's super broken because uh, we crash landed it into the cum. And yeah. then the cum enveloped it. But that was like after it was already broken. And so we're kind of fucked. Scientific nomenclature, nomenclature there. It's, it's calling. Yeah, it yeah, cum. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so it is. It is kind of funny that the episode, the finale, ends with Logan being like, "How the fuck are we going to get back?" I thought that was a good <laughs> ending. Um, and I like that we don't know. So Xavier's here now. He's facing this kaiju version of Takeo, and he's like, "This is the creature responsible for all this." And it's interesting because for the moment, he doesn't know. That this yeah, is I know Takeo. he doesn't know that, but Dr. Sasaki doesn't tell him. She is Not just for a while. Cries. She is, she waits like a solid eight minutes into the episode. I'm like, I know. bitch, you needed to lead with this. Yeah, so Todd, <laughs> have you have you seen the anime ghost stories with the dub? Like nope. It, I haven't. It's either. from like the early two thousands. And so they it, it's this crazy anime where they they were told they could tell the same story because they could dub it with whatever they wanted to. So they yeah, just did like yeah. crazy dubbing. And one of the kids who, like, in the anime, like, cried a lot, they just, like, in the dub, just made him cry all the time. So instead of giving him lines, he would just do what Dr. Sasaki does, and he'd be like... <laughs> like, every single time but anybody like, would talk to him. Like, it's sort of like Kung Pao style, where, like, they just added in, <laughs> right. like, jokes, like, more jokes than were in the original Yeah, and so the anime. kid's just crying all the time, and every single time Dr. Sasaki cries, I'm just warped back to ghost stories and seeing this it kid. It does feel like a comedy. Like, yeah, it's like, crazy. Yeah, like, they're like, Dr. Sasaki, what's going on? And she's and like... She's like <laughs> And And it's like, can you please be useful for once in your (laughs) fucking life? So like, okay, this is probably some of the only times I've agreed with Charles going into everyone's heads ever. 
because he's his first reaction how, I, here. I, I, how did he do this without cerebro is my question he's just super powerful i don't fucking know that that's a good question <laughs> that's a good question but i really didn't know how like that piece worked cerebro kind of doesn't exist on this show by the way like he basically functionally doesn't didn't he use, use it. it at the beginning at the the tv show he definitely went into yeah, it at one but point like, he was using Beast it trying has, to find like, the portable cerebro that he's carrying around and like so does sublime like every character's got cerebro on this show and it's kind of like flattened out into a sense of yeah it's just easy to find mutants now don't worry about it like a plot point that they hammer like 50 times is that there's a telepathic dead zone in northern yes. japan so like even if he did have cerebro handy it wouldn't have been any that's true good that's like true. it would have been useless which is probably why it doesn't show up although apparently that telepathic dead zone is gone question mark gone. because yeah. charles has the ability to send a quick message to every single person in the world. And I wrote it all down, but it's super long and not relevant. Essentially, he just says... I mean, it really doesn't matter. He's just saying there's, like, shit going on. I, I know the red, the sky's red. You too can be heroes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so the sky's red and purple right now. Here's my thing. Maybe just don't be a piece of shit to each other for, like, the next few minutes, because we're we're working on it. Like, just, just yeah. everybody don't be a piece of shit. And whomst do we see... As this monologue around is going the world. On. Okay, what, the world. I will say oh, that one go. of them is not Sunfire, which I said was going yeah, to be there. But I, I lied. Okay. You but lied. I, no, <laughs> I agreed, though. I, I, I remembered him being in this you know montage, what it is? too, though. So. Todd, I think we both saw Captain Britain and like had a false memory of that being Sunfire. Because... <laughs> okay, but that's like my big complaint about this stupid... All right, Maddie, describe the thing before I complain about it. I don't... Why is Captain Britain even in this fucking... Th- I was like, show me Betsy. Like, that's yeah, what so, I want to say. Well, that was my complaint. I'm just like, here's all the mutants. Okay, well, why don't British I go over dude. them all and we can react <laughs> as we go? Is that seem fair? He's magic, guys. <laughs> I love how I was like, okay, Maddie, describe the thing. Three second pause. I'm going to talk about the thing anyway. I'm not going to let you describe it. <laughs> it is, it was going. really funny that you told me to do it and then kept talking. I love you both very much, but allow me to describe okay. the thing. So yep. I believe the first mutants we see are Kurt and Deadpool. I will. No. Am wrong. I right or no? Is it is it Colossus and Rogue? It's our. Archangel first flying around the front of the Statue of Liberty. And I know this because I screamed and fell out of my chair. I was very excited to see Warren as well. I was so excited. I mean, yeah, and then it was Colossus and Rogue. Yes. And they were like on a building. And then it's Nightcrawler. Why are these the pairings? I, was I, like, know, that's, why I know that's like I, what we're about to talk about. But this collection of characters is so random. It's fucking hilarious like well why? i think they were like these are the characters that everyone identifies outside of the main x-men because we have rogue nightcrawler deadpool i'm not over kurt and deadpool hanging out i don't understand why that's happening because they just they like cut from rogue to kurt i'm like why aren't they just taking yeah. it together wasn't and way Colossus like... and deadpool would make more sense to me than kurt and deadpool okay i mean even in the books like deadpool glosses don't make sense however in deadpool 2 like yeah. Deadpool and Colossus are yeah. like basically fucking. So, so that like, seems I don't kind of <laughs> logical. I I don't know. I, I, Deadpool okay. likes a big beefy metal guy. We know that about him. That's true. That's I know true. him and Colossus and Logan. And I can't really see him being buddies with Kurt. I just their personalities don't mesh at all. Like buddies wise, dating wise. I'm just like, why would these two even be talking? Like what is happening? <laughs> when this show was new, though. Right. Like at that point, wasn't Wade literally canonically in the comic books temporarily a member of the X-Men at that point, though? I think no, he was. Right. He was. And he still right. is. Like he's been in and out of it. Yeah, he's been there on and off. And he's he's done a lot of X-Force things as yeah. well. Why isn't 
cable there. I'm not saying it's weird for Deadpool to be there. I'm that's not what I'm saying. It's just funny that that's the shot that they use multiple times is those two characters because I'm like not two people I ever expected to share a shot together. That's all. Yeah. I just don't expect those two characters to stand next to each other. I think- We're trying to say Deadpool fucks and he probably wouldn't fuck Kurt. So we're confused. <laughs> we I don't understand. I, I think that's definitely the other way around. I think that was Kurt going, no. <laughs> like this was Deadpool, Deadpool trying to mac on Kurt and yeah, being like, like, I don't know, I've never done a blue before. And Kurt is like, that's offensive, first of all. And <laughs> we prefer to be all. called we prefer to be called Cerulean Americans. oh my god yeah i don't know i really i really hope people understand that we are at a point like (laughs) that was just that was just a 90s thing of white people going they prefer to be called african-americans yeah every single every single thing and now people have only recently started to push back on that and be like I don't, I actually would rather you just call me black or like Asian or whatever else. Like, please stop with this weird nomenclature. Anyway, uh, so it was cool to see the anime designs of all these characters. I'll say that. I really liked that. I agree with that. I know we all made fun of Captain Britain being there. He looks fine, but Rogue looks adorable. And Colossus is cute. Yeah, Rogue's design was really cool. I love Rogue. Deadpool has a massive package. I don't know if you guys noticed that. His Dong Wait, who is does? big. Deadpool. Oh, I didn't look at that. Why did I notice that? Who are you I two? I don't know. There was a lot happening in this episode, and I was like, what? It was dark. It was dark. <laughs> he had a huge dick. It was dark outside, and unless I could feel around, I don't know what it feels it like. It looks like he'd stuffed his pants before walking up to Kurt. I don't <laughs> okay, know. Okay, but I, I would know. believe that he would do I that, know, I know. Oh, I my know. God. That's why I said it. <laughs> okay, hold on. So, wait. Dr. Sasaki scream, Charles. That's our song. Our, our son. That's our song that's our playing. Time. They're playing that's our, our song. <laughs> okay, I love that. That's <laughs> like Charles is screaming. hearing the people screaming all over the world, and Yui's <laughs> looking at him going, "Charles, they're playing our song." It's so romantic. She is that. <laughs> oh my God. That fucking nuts. She would be. The screams of the dying just make me so hot. Okay, so <sighs> she says, "That's our son," and Xavier just turns to her, and she's he's like, "What, what? the fuck? Are, <laughs> yeah. What?" <laughs> okay, first he's like, "You, you said you he told was me." Dead. He was bitch. dead. Dead. <laughs> and yeah, and then, okay, what does Dr. Sasaki says? She goes, She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I truly wish, I, I wish they had gone, like, that's not even the most Yui Sasaki response. The most Yui Sasaki response from her to going to go, I never actually said he was dead. I, never, <laughs> I implied he was dead so that you would get your kids and leave. And then I told you never to call me again. <laughs> Our son's dead, by the way. Lose this number. Actually, what happened <laughs> yeah. is that he's dead because I locked him in the basement for 10 years. And Xavier's like, dead to me emotionally fuck? because he's a fucking mutant. <laughs> okay, so of all the terrible shit that Xavier has done, right? Okay, but on this show, he hasn't done anything terrible. No, I'm, I say, I understand, but of all the generations okay, of Xavier okay. doing terrible shows. shit, I don't think he's like locked no. a child in the basement he's for never 10 years. done anything like this that. bad this might actually be the worst villain we've ever seen in history of this show i i can't think of someone worse i mean there's moira mctaggart who is the same character <laughs> <laughs> okay so you, so mean, you mean the, the villain same on the show? <laughs> yeah do you mean this woman 
who's Moira McTaggart. It would have been super funny if she had given herself that like lethal dose of her virus and then she turns into a giant scorpion because she's actually Moira, a mutant. <laughs> oh my God. That would be fucking that been amazing. So funny. If she then like hulked out and was like, I'm a mutant. And like Logan and Storm just exchange a look like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> and it's like, like oh, credits. Fuck, here we go. <laughs> okay, Logan's clothes are gone. I don't know when they fell <laughs> off, by the way. <laughs> Did you not remember they exploded off of him? when Beast hit him hard enough to give him a rage erection. Oh, oh that's last right. Episode. <laughs> I forgot that about that. That literally happened. <laughs> I like how Logan just canonically... Like, that is his thing, is that he's like, listen, I need to I need to enact my sub powers. Well, no, he's so much of a sub, but if you hit him hard enough, he turns into he's a top <laughs> and then kills somebody. Like, that's... That's terrible. Which is why he's a yeah. sub. He's just like... He turns into a power bottom who defends Logan's you. Logan's like, I have to be a sub, bud. If I don't, people start dying. <laughs> when I'm top, people die. Oh my God. He's like, I was brainwashed into being a top, but that's not who I truly am. Weapon S made me a top, and they wanted me to top for them, and I didn't want to do it. You mean weapon sex? Oh, my God. Anyway. Hey. Weapon sex lies oh in a videotape. Anyway. Um, yeah, his clothes are gone. Okay, so... In the background of all of that, Hisako is just like, whatever you're planning on doing to Takeo, remember it's not his fault. He didn't ask to become like this. This is going to be Hisako's mantra for the entire episode is being like, this is an innocent yeah, child. That, <laughs> like, why are we doing she, this? Okay, Armour's basically, my translation is, it's not his fault. It's his mom's fault, which is like... <laughs> Legitimate, yeah. like intergenerational yeah. trauma happening Literally. here once again, but legitimately, it is yeah, her fault. I know. It's like so this sad. whole situation. Hisaka would be like, "Whatever you're gonna do, remember it's not his fault." And then she turns and punches Sasaki out. <laughs> I wish it's it Dr. Sasaki. This bitch. She can't because Yui Sasaki runs towards her child and is like, "Takeo, stop!" She's like, "Please stop! I only tortured you for years." And it's like, oh and then he's so confused when he doesn't listen to her. Right? It's just like, "Oh my god, why?" Listening to me, yeah. I that is like, really I don't know, funny. Dearest, why not? I love how he tries to kill her, you which is what? great. Fair. He does. I wish he had. I was like cheering for Takeo at this point. I was like, kill yeah. her, kill yeah. her, eat her, <laughs> Godzilla. I know. I know he already killed Mastermind, which I was totally in favor of. I was fine with him killing Mastermind, but now I'm like, kill your mom too, dude. Close <laughs> the deal, finish know, it right? off, do the thing. Um, so then. Unfortunately, Hisako is too good of a person to let that happen. So she armors up and jumps between Takeo and his mom and also yeah. Charles. And Logan just runs in with his claws out and is like, hey, leave her alone. To which I think he's talking about Hisako at this point. Yeah, because Hisako so starts getting oh, yeah. beat on. Lo- Logan is not defending you, Hisaki. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> not. I just, need, I just feel that I need to clarify that because the line doesn't spell it out. But Logan is only defending Hisako here because now Takeo is attacking Hisako to get to his right. mom and savior. So Logan slices Takeo a little bit, but Takeo kind of heals from it. It's, it's sort of an interesting shot. He portals Logan's claws into Logan's own back. Oh, is that I thought it was what pretty it cool. is? Oh, that is yeah. cool. It's he Logan stabs him, but it like It stabs himself. Aperture sciences his way behind <laughs> yeah. him and then Logan stabs himself oh, wow. instead, That's which cool. is yeah. Cyclops in the background screams Wolverine very cutely cuz they're dating. I thought the same thing. I was like, that's pretty good. He's like, Logan. And then Storm. Okay, this is cool too. So Storm shoots a bunch of lightning at Takeo and it shatters like glass because he just like turns it into 
glass or ice and it's crazy and she's just I think like it's what ice the and fuck? she was like so i well storm was like uh so he's turning her powers against us so in which beast i don't understand what yeah, beast, beast is like fully feral now flings himself at takeo who's just like Bop. it just falls down i was like okay yeah. well anyway i didn't know what you're expecting to happen <laughs> what there. was really okay so the line that aurora has before hank does that and she's just like he can negate our powers and then hank runs at takeo and i'm like how is he gonna negate hank's he doesn't beastness? he just kind of swats to me, him he's away. just gonna fucking punch him in the face yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how you negate beast powers there, there truly is like a brief moment you can almost hear takeo saying why and then he just <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that Flicks they him all across the snow. stupidly try to attack Takeo in this moment because it's like, why one do you think time? this is going to work? Yeah, one at a time. It's so dumb. This is a Final Fantasy game. We are taking turns, yes. going and fighting the big boss. Yeah, and they all need to like use their power of friendship in order to defeat this monster. Like, come on. Hisako gets it. She's going to get it at the end. The only way to actually defeat Takeo is to summon Shiva. <laughs> no! Uh, power of friendship! Have her power come down from the sky. Game. <laughs> this is Sailor Moon, not Final Fantasy. Okay, but like a power of friendship could also summon Captain Planet, right? So why not? No, I think that's the power of the planet can summon Captain Planet. Yeah, that's what that's what Captain Britain's doing. He's basically Captain Planet. Oh, fair enough. There's a lot of people coming together and holding hands and it summons something, like, you know? Oh my god, you explained what happened in that scene with all the mutants, and I never explained what my problem was, which is that they show all these mutants and then Captain Britain, who is not a mutant. Not a mutant. Oh, yeah. Not a mutant. He is not. Is he just supposed to be a mutant in this version? I don't I mean, he's magical. I think they just wanted to show somebody in a city that wasn't in the United States, and they picked <laughs> London, they and like, they're like, well, who's a superhero in London? Captain Britain. Sure. Why not put Colossus in Russia? Then you got another country. That's Hold fine. on. I'm going to correct everybody on Brian Braddock here, because he, while he is not a traditional mutant, he is a human mutate. So, oh, the fuck does that mean? It means he was mutated <laughs> later in life. It's like the Inhumans, uh, or right? Whatever. Like it's you know, like how the Fantastic Four yeah, they are considered mutates and not mutants. Yeah. The thing, mutant well, means the you thing have the is X a really gene. good example. I still look, Fantastic they had to come Four, up Ryan. with these terms because uh, <laughs> it's fucking comic books, and you know people are going to ask like, what do you call somebody who was mutated later in life? They don't get to be called a mutant. Not in Marvel Comics. They're called a mutant. Yeah. Lucky. Well, th- but I've, I always figured it was like more magical based, but I just pulled up the wiki because I was like, I don't know well, if I I'm actually was. correct. Like, I so. thought that was the deal. Me was too. The I thought he like, wears like, a special magical... necklace or whatever, and that makes it Captain Britain. Like, isn't that his thing? I don't know. It's the, I think yeah. it's the suit, right? Because Betsy is Captain Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just also, yes. she was a mutant beforehand yes. and still is. But yeah, she also has Captain Britain powers now. Also, when you are a Captain Britain, you immediately become a raging bisexual. Yeah, that's a separate thing. That's just part of the sort of closeted bisexuality of the UK, or specifically England. (laughs) Very sad. Oh, my God. Um, Anyway. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) British listeners, please send your emails. Please send your hate mail directly to me. No, send us a voicemail. (laughs) Send us a voicemail so we can hear this pretty accent. So we can hear your cool accent. Yeah, Yeah, we love that. We love that. Because Americans do not have good accents. We we have the most boring accents. Our accents are pretty dull. Except for the South. I actually kind of like the Southern accent. Rogue and Gambit beg to differ. No, I was just saying I like Southern accents. I, th- I think the Southern accent is fun, And also a Cajun anyway, accent is um, adorable. Come on. It's great. That's still from the down know, south area. I know, but it's a, so. di- it's, a, it's a different accent that's uh, Caribbean inspired and French inspired. Yeah, I like that. I it's like nice. That. Uh, so anyway, where are um, we again? Um, <laughs> there was something so vaguely sexual about Ryan's. I like that. Yeah. 
I like, oh, Emma I like uses that. her you know, powers. Go down, nice. I'll go down into the base and be like, I like Okay, that. so Emma, like Emma, shush. <laughs> Emma uses her powers. I don't like this moment because Emma doesn't have as powerful of telepathy as Xavier does, and she collapses. And Xavier's like, Emma, enough. Okay, well, they're all going to collapse shortly, so don't worry. I know. I don't know why that happens, by the way, but anyway. Okay, but this is when Scott shoots his beam into a portal that shoots him, and he goes, wow, that's what it feels like. And also, it's burning off his his clothes. clothes And he's like, I never knew what it would feel like to blast myself, which, A, just sounds sexual. And then, two, I'm like, well, have you never, like, accidentally looked at your hands with your glasses off? Yeah, like, really? I thought the same thing. I was like, dude, you could just blast your arm really quick. No, because he has hands. Yeah, so apparently... Apparently he didn't hit Takeo very hard because he. Uh, Cyclops only had his visor set to burn, like clothes burning mode. You know how it has all these different bubbles where it can like unlock doors and cut cake. Actually, this kind of makes me. This kind of makes me like Scott a little more that he wasn't like okay, time to turn the visor to kill mode. Yeah, right. Like it's not as if he. It's not as if he turns into Marvel versus Capcom Scott and it's like optic blast, and then there's just like a giant fuck off laser. Man, I wish he would scream that every single time he shot his lasers. He's like optic blast, optic blast. What does he say when he like shoots it down on the floor? He says something else. He's optic like sweep. optic sweep. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Cyclops in Marvel versus Capcom just announces like him and Logan for some Berserker reason are like barrage. optic blast barrage. Barrage. barrage and it's like okay we know what you're gonna do because you're coming at us and announcing the move that you are doing. It's and, hilarious. Like, well, they all do it actually. It's Marvel versus Capcom, but also like Logan doing that makes so much sense. Like Logan would do that. Scott doing it is just like why? that is true. Anyway, also Tony. Would Stark would do it too because he always pulls out that cannon. Oh, Tony Stark's like, in this episode. Plasma by cannon. the way, spoilers. Tony's in here. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, about I don't that. know why he was there. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, Tony. <laughs> He's an example of human and mutant cooperation, right? But Captain Britain isn't. Right. I don't know. Why is Doctor Orpheus yeah. here? I mean, Doctor Strange. Oh my God! Did you just hear what I said? <laughs> Isn't that a Watchmen character? Oh my God! No, Doctor Orpheus is from Venture Brothers. Oh right, right. Yeah, right. he's the Doctor Strange parody character from Venture Brothers. Who he cosplayed back in the day? Oh my God! Okay, so Emma collapses. Cyclops shoots his, his clothes off. <laughs> Armor is still in her kaiju form, but she's being smacked on the back 60 times by Takeo. I was like, why is Armor getting spanked She's right getting now? It's spanked. a little weird. There's one thing about this bit where Armor is getting just like punched repeatedly by Takeo. But like, if you look at her armor, you can actually see like, okay, what we should describe like Takeo's quote unquote kaiju form is that he's a gigantic, like blurry edged purple energy monster. Yeah. Vaguely in the shape of a That's human also being. what I look like when I don't get enough mm-hmm, sleep. But mm-hmm, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what we all look like right now for this episode. <laughs> he's picture three huge purple energy monsters interrupting each other. And Over each other. Yeah. Deadpool's package. And really, really wanting to kill Yui Suzaki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the, he, whenever he hits her, he leaves like a little slash of the same purple color. Yeah. Uh, as this like big form I on don't her armor. So that. she's like slowly getting these like scars on her, on her, because it's the armor's gold at that it's point. It's cool. Right? I, the, all the animation is really cool. That's not what I remember happening, but I believe you because I just don't remember. I thought you were going to be like, she's flashing like when you're fighting a boss in a like beat em up game. And <laughs> oh, that happens too later. <laughs> yeah. She's slowly, she's slowly flashing <laughs> orange. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like uh-huh. her weak spot is repeatedly being hit. You know, you're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Although Xavier screams, Hisako 
at her. And that's when Takeo kind of pauses. He's like, wait, Hasako? He doesn't say anything. Uh, Takeo has like one line in this episode, but everything else is like, like you see his like face or somebody responding to something that he's saying inside their head. So like you can kind of see that Takeo's like, wait a second, this is Hasako? Yeah. And also Charles is now trying to enter Takeo's brain. And he's like, I have to try. It's our only chance. Yeah. This is when I thought he was going to do some questionable <laughs> shit. This is so funny. <laughs> to me, this is hilarious. He's just like, I can't make it in. And Emma's like, he's never faced anyone this powerful before. It must be so difficult. And then there's like two more seconds of Charles straining. And then he's in. And then he like mind lasers him real quick. Like, this is flash of blue. And then Emma, less than 30 <laughs> seconds after saying he's never faced anyone like this before, it's like, oh, I think he made it in. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. literally like, okay. says that. <laughs> I mean. It's like, okay, he just had to think a little like, harder. was like floating around that astral yep. plane. By the way, astral plane looks fucking badass in the show whenever they show it. It looks really cool. It's like yeah. weird rainbow background plus the VHS tape static thing again, which is very cool. Yeah. Cool combination. You get your answer for um, what the hell zone that Xavier was in is in the plane because yeah. it's the same. But that was like he was in another place. He wasn't like on the astral plane. I think unless Takeo was able to suck people physically into the astral plane because he like pops out of a portal. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kinteo can do. Kinteo can do what? Kinteo. Kinteo. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Takeo can do whatever the fuck he oh my wants. Yeah, I mean, he can bend reality Wanda style. So he just created a fucking dimension. I, he was just like, "Here, Dad, go into this interdimensional pocket dimension that looks like hell." You just said Kintaro, and I was like, "What do I know that from?" And it's Golden Boy. So I just had like a flashback. I'm like, Kentaro. I just said, you know, like remembering in my head somebody somebody screaming, Kentaro. And I was like, okay, wait, what anime? Fun fact, the kin in Kentaro is the character for gold. Oh, that's oh, cool. Okay. So Some what Japanese is, is Taro boy? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say yes. Sure. If you, if you want to talk about horny anime, there you go. I've never seen it. Uh, so on the astral plane, Takeo's also there, but he doesn't look like his monster form. He's he's Takeo. He's just little boy Takeo kind of facing away from him, uh, huddled up in a ball. He looks like that poor schmuck that like Mastermind had in the in the jar. Yeah. Yeah. He right? doesn't look like little little tiny boy Takeo. I guess I shouldn't say little boy. He's a teenager, but he is very small and malnourished and and huddled. Yeah. And so he kind of looks over his shoulder and gay and his eyes are glowing and then we kind of go yeah. back out of the astral plane and look at the X-Men. And okay, this this conversation is crazy. Cyclops just turns to everyone else and he's like, so we should just kill him right now while the professor's yeah, got him distracted. I know. He's like, Let's just fucking kill him. Right? <laughs> I know. Sako's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sako's like, let him do his thing. And Emma's like, also, if you kill Takeo, it will kill Xavier. And Scott's like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, like Emma's like, so Charles is in his mind right now. So if you kill him, Charles is never going to come back out. And Scott is like, yeah, that's a risk we have to take. And Emma's just like, what <laughs> is it? <laughs> Cyclops is like this is a quintessential Cyclops Emma guy. Looks horrified, but like forty-five seconds from now, she's gonna be like, "Yeah, okay, it's, yeah, I know." It's right? kind of rough. Like, so like Logan walks up and he and he's like trying to explain to Hisako why they have to do it, and and he's like, "This pal of yours, he's about to destroy the entire planet." Oh my god! It's like everybody's like, "We're gonna kill Takeo," and they're like, "What do you think, Doctor Sasaki?" And she's like. <laughs> 
Oh my god. This this is really on brand for Logan though. Like I'm yep. thinking yep. the the Children's Crusade Young Avengers comics, right? Yeah. Because Billy yeah. has this bit where his powers go really out of control and everyone's being a little scared of him, which, you know, his mom is Wanda, so that's valid, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And the Avengers are like, what are we going to do with Billy? And Logan's like, fucking kill him. And <laughs> yeah. then we're going to find Wanda and we're going to kill her too. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> Everyone it's, turns to him I mean, and they're like, a he's solution, a kid. But... And he's just like, yeah. And he just thought like 20 people out of existence, dude. I think we should kill him. <laughs> like this is on brand for Logan. Just saying. <laughs> it's on brand for Scott too. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that. I mean, Scott has also had this as a conclusion in various points. That's Emma's point, right? She's just like, he's been through this before. Clearly yeah. referring to. Yeah, that's true. Gene. We've seen it even on this show. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I think with Scott, though, is that he's more like he will make that call where it's like, OK, we have to kill this child. But he's he doesn't like getting his hands dirty. So he likes to enlist like a black ops team to kill people for him. <laughs> it's true. I mean, this is like why Logan and him kind of work. You know, we we need to kill this child. But by we, I mean you. Yeah. They're like, he's like, we <laughs> need to kill this child, child Logan. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we got any 12 year olds we could traumatize here. Hey, Hisako. <laughs> Good Go God. murder this kid. Fucking Cyclops. So Hisako's just trying to buy time. She's basically like, just don't do it yet. Give Xavier some more time to, to be in his head and try to talk to him. And they're just kind of arguing. So then we go back into the astral plane. I think she calls him Scott for the first time in the yeah, show. I right? think you're right. I think you're well, right. Well, as we all know, they're going to be hoarding for each other in the last five seconds of this episode. So I'm not going to. I Wait, what? <laughs> Scott and Hisako? No. No, Scott and Emma. I thought oh. you were talking about Emma. Oh, oh. No. No, he was talking oh, about Scott. No. <laughs> you are you are you are right on Scott and Emma being horny for each other. They that are. does they absolutely in. are. Hisako is but like their child Hisako. at the end of the episode. <laughs> She's like, I love you, mom and dad, Scott and Emma, and they're like, Well, uh, I guess we have to fuck now. It's actually kind of a fun ending for the three of them. I, I mean, well, okay, like at the in the ending, there's a brief moment where Scott is just like, I thought you were gonna be a dumb bitch when you joined. We actually turned out to be fine. Yeah. To Hisako, and I thought that's what Ryan meant. And I'm like, Ryan, I think no, your standards no, for horny no, no. are a little low. Okay, we need to like get at it. We I just or I didn't hear the conversation correctly. Yeah, now no, we're stuck I in the end. Thought we were talking about Emma. It's fine. I understand. I it's now. Like we just like <laughs> spoilers to anybody who has not seen this show. We're just going to tell you the end first, and <laughs> yeah, then we're, we're going to explain the rest of the episode. About but what nothing, happens? But nothing. Later. Really, nothing happens between the beginning of the episode and the ending. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's true. But I don't know. Anyway, so Xavier's trying to reach out to Takeo, right? Like their hands are about to teach, touch each other, like fucking ET and Elliot. Yeah. Yeah, They're but like, it doesn't eee. work. It doesn't work. Takeo's hand turns purple before it reaches Xavier. Well, what does he reveal, though? I mean, this is one of the cool parts of the episode is that we we only know what Takeo's thinking because Xavier's yeah, responding to him. I like that, too. I'm 90% certain I've seen this entire episode before, like, as the first episode I ever watched of this anime. I think you did because you said, you said you remembered Kurt being on the show. Bits of the ending. Right, and I remember this whole sequence, too, and I was like, okay, I literally saw the first and last episode of this TV show, yeah, which is well, crazy. Everyone can blame Ryan's weird ex for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which one? Anyway. <laughs> I, I like Xavier's lines here. Like, I, they're corny, they're classic anime monologue, but I, I like to them like he's he's actually being really kind and he's like I didn't know about you and he's responding to presumably to KO saying like you abandoned me and he's like I would never do that I promise you I didn't know about you like I I liked 
all of his lines. I thought this was good. Unless your name is David Haller, then I will abandon you. <laughs> no, David doesn't exist on this show. We don't have to worry about it. Oh my god. It. Dude, it's that shit's still going on in the comic I books know. now. Or like like fucking Legion is there on Krakoa doing a really good job at like coordinating how to fight off astral attacks and not trusting his his dad. Not killing either of his parents. Giving people like a, a protective place. And like there's like one comic where like Legion starts dating Blindfold and Blindfold goes to Xavier and she's like, you need to go talk to your son because like this is stupid. And Xavier comes in Legion opens up to him and is really nice. And then Xavier's like, I thought this was going to be a trick. So I came here and like planted a thing in your brain and now feel really horrible about that. I'm like, Xavier, why are you so bad (laughs) at this? He sucks so bad. And yet that's exactly perfectly Xavier from the comics. Oh my God. But not in this show. In this show, this this show, he actually would have showed up for Takeo had he known he existed. Yeah. And like now we've seen every episode and we can confirm this is the nicest Xavier has ever been. Version of Xavier ever. The only it ends up being the nicest version of Xavier because he doesn't really do much. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't have a lot of opportunities to fuck up. He doesn't know what's going on and he isn't really on the show. So there's that. I would, okay, so I would have argued that Patrick Stewart is a really kind Xavier, except then Patrick Stewart in X-Men 3 got to be Dick Xavier. But and that I, like, I liked, though, because he did a good job playing it. And I mean, yeah. X-3 has a lot of problems. Same but with James McAvoy. They they understood the complexity of that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And remember James McAvoy in X-Men Apocalypse being like, what about me? me! Like, there were so many things <laughs> that were like perfect, pitch perfect Xavier. I know. Anyway, so now everyone passes out. Yeah, we go back outside the <laughs> astral plane. I don't even know what happens. They're and like, let's fades. go. And then they all fall asleep. Why? Like, what? They all fall Except down. Except for Scott, who's like, I don't know, Scott's standing there. And then he also falls down. Scott tries not to fall down. And then he does fall down. I, it's more like Scott's standing there. He sees everybody else fall down. And he's like, oh, I guess I should do this too. Yeah. I'm just going to pretend and like curl up next to Logan, <laughs> I think, you know? Okay. So, <laughs> so when, the camera, when the camera pulls back to outside, there's this like flash of light a couple times. Mm-hmm. And I had to watch this scene like two or three times because the flash is like a foot, fo- like color wise, it's a photo negative, right? So like every color becomes its opposite real right. briefly. So that meant there were a lot of yellow tones. And I swear to God, I thought that everyone was getting electrocuted and we were seeing their skeletons like they like Blanca hit hit them and Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I went back and rewatched it in slow motion like three times, and I'm like, "Oh no, this is just their their blue outfits looking yellow when it flat." So I think what happens is that Takeo just like knocks everyone out mentally, yeah. and just Scott Scott is so used to getting punched in the dick in the like in the brain dick, <laughs> and also the real dick. Yeah, he's you know, just like dick. I can hold out. A little nope, and then he falls over. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's kind of how I read it too. This is so. This is hilarious, Maddie. This whole sequence is like so crazy. And all I can think about, like everybody's like floating around in space or like in the sky, and they're like, "There's a voice being like, X Men, you have to get up, X Men." wake up and they're all like kind of waking up they're like wait what and logan goes gene gene is that you <laughs> okay true true story though if you go back and watch the opening credits of the show yeah, yeah. this blue background is what is playing behind gene when she leaps at the camera tits first i know i thought about oh, that too okay the weird 
like perfect blue sky, perfect cumulus clouds. Everything looks like Barbie's dream house. I love that Jean has to say get up like 17 times. Yeah, she's like, get up. And she's getting get increasingly up. Keep firmer. Fighting. She's like, you idiots, everyone. get the fuck up. <laughs> Nothing's Seriously. even really wrong with you. And Logan is like, get uh, Jean, are you here to give me a BJ? And she's like, no, Logan, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Get up, you fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, I mean, this, this transition is kind of bad because like, I want to keep on talking about this, but... <laughs> There's like a quick moment, all the mutants, yeah, like all the other mutants around the world, like Warren and Rose. Yeah, and that's where Iron Man appears for a split second. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, I wish it was placed somewhere else because then it comes back to them waking up and all of them going, like, whoa, Gene was just here, but none of them are phased by it. Yeah, and they're like, it's weird. Okay, so Gene was just here, but we'll deal with that later. And Scott goes, she gave us the okay to kill Takeo. And everyone's like, that is not what she just <laughs> I said. That was <laughs> That Scott was like, so she told me it was cool to kill this kid. And everybody's like, no, that didn't happen. Like, we all had the same conversation with Gene. And she told us that we needed to live and, like, keeping the X-Men. Before she, like, anybody says that, Scott has, like, a 10-minute fucking anime monologue about what the X-Men stand for in his head before he goes to attack. And that's when Emma's like, wait a second, did you even listen to what the fuck she just said? And then he's like, no. (laughs) And And she's like, you're a damn fool. You think this is what Jean wants for you to throw your life away? Didn't you hear a word she said? Mutants and humans are finally working together. It's a new beginning. She wants you to be alive to see it. Give Charles a chance. Yeah. Because basically she's like, if you attack Takeo, it's not going to work and he'll just kill you. So this is a complete <laughs> yeah, right? waste of time. Like right. demonstrably from the fact that we've been trying to attack him for 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude, dude. I love that Emma's just like, she literally says, did you listen to anything she said? Which is like, it's nice. So Scott Summers, like just not listening at all. And like Emma and Jean being like, this is what we have to do. I know. And so Emma to be like, hello. <laughs> and Scott's like, whatever. Scott, Scott's whole reaction is just like, thanks for the senzu being Jean. And then he turns and tries to blow up to KO. <laughs> yeah. And was like, Jesus fucking Christ. What are you doing? <laughs> it's so bad at this. So then we have a sad moment where Xavier Xavier and Takeo are still talking to each other. And Xavier's like, Takeo, I'm sorry I wasn't there to help you bear the burden of your powers, but I'm here now. I want to teach you, get to know you. Please let me help you. And Takeo just like keeps screaming. This is like full on anime shit for the remainder of the episode. Just like this <laughs> Truly, is like this really is, where it starts. This ending is the most anime anime that ever animated. Like it, it is. is. I mean, God, it's like goes full on Miyazaki and I'm like, what is happening? It is, so. it is truly like the cat bus comes and delivers Hisako. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happens is, is Xavier decides that he has to kill Takeo because otherwise Takeo will yeah. destroy the world. But it isn't just a classic Xavier moment of killing somebody and then leaving. Xavier will also die according to the logic of this show specifically. For This yep. isn't something we've ever seen before. Usually somebody can right. just leave the astral plane after killing somebody there and it's right. no biggie. But according but to this, this show, well, I think Xavier too powerful. will die as well. So he is willing to sacrifice himself and his son in order to save the world, which is presented as like probably the only ethical option i would say like it's kind of that's i don't know i didn't think this was evil here this is where it could have gone off the rails right like if it could have been like xavier going well i guess i just got to kill my kid that i never got to meet and Mm -hmm, sucks to mm -hmm. be him yeah time to go home for like margaritas like that would have sucked yeah so (laughs) i feel like they really thought about it and they were like how do we make this still sympathetic and the only way to do it is to have charles also die Xavier died. Yeah. yeah. And he, but like Takeo starts like powering up, like uh, 
fucking Dragon Ball Z character. And I actually laughed really hard because Logan, uh, it like cuts to Logan outside and he goes, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's really funny. (laughs) Saying what we're all thinking. And And repeatedly on the show, he has had these moments where he's like, what the fuck is happening? I know, I like it a lot. Um, So then Emma gives us a little plot rundown where she's like, so Charles is shutting down Takeo's mind, but actually Charles is going to die also if he does that. Yeah. And then Dr. Sasaki runs over to Takeo and she's like, this is my fault. (laughs) If you're in pay." It's me. And all the X-Men kind of scooter forward. They're like, yep, they're all like, go yeah, go closer. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Aurora's like, go on. <laughs> yeah, and like, Xavier's like, wait, but I'll always be here to share your pain. And then Armor's like, everyone needs to fucking stop. Yeah. Like, she's done. Armor's like, wait, hold on. We're going to go into like this whole like armor montage. Yeah. This was kind of like kind of emotional that I, I was agree. like. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It, yeah. And it was very Sailor Moon, but like the things I love about Sailor Moon where a character's like no do this because we're friends yeah. and here's a montage of all the times we were here for each other and you're like crying and you're like I, I mean, we're not that. we're not quite there <laughs> yet but like first Hisako walks over and she's like do you remember me it's Hisako there's the burn on my hand and she says like a bunch of anime shit and yeah, then she's like I don't blame you for it it was a long time ago it doesn't make you who you are yeah meanwhile Luke is like getting ready to attack Takeo for some reason and Emma's tits block him I don't know if you guys saw that it was really funny to me <laughs> I didn't notice that yeah independently of emma they just like walk across the snow and they're like don't (laughs) (laughs) because this is like this is when we start seeing these flashbacks this is why i was like i hate dr sasaki even more because it's revealed that hisako not only was like takeo's friend but she was like like a big sister to him Mm -hmm. the only good positive force in his life the only good parental force which a child should not have been doing at the time but she was basically like this babysitter that was like also like his parent Mm -hmm. you know like when a 16 year old babysits a kid for somebody for for some parents that are just like not around ever yeah and so like the kid gets attached to the babysitter like that is what's happening and we find all these wonderful memories and we also find that Dr. Sasaki wiped her memories of Takeo and like... Or even worse, forced Takeo to wipe those memories. Yeah, she made Takeo do it, which he feels guilty about. Just so she could like have Takeo all to herself. Which which is is like so fucked up. up. (laughs) She like literally made Takeo get rid of the good, one good person in his entire fucking life. And I was like... Yeah, like the happy memories that he had as a child. I was like so emotional for them. It's It's so fucked. This bitch needs to die. Like... (laughs) Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, she does not die. Unfortunately. No. And there's a moment where I thought she was going to, and she doesn't. And I love I'm like, the idea. Damn it. Maddie was like, there's a post credit sequence in my head, and just like, yeah, Logan shows up and stabs you with the back, and it's just like, nobody else wanted to do it. That'd be so good. I was that like really hoping it would be something like that. That was like the that. ending. Like, Logan just circling back and just stabbing her with one claw right in the back. <laughs> just like, just oh. being like, poke. Just got to get rid of this problem. <laughs> It's like a very comical version of this very serious scene that's happening. It's like, Pokey! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> wait till Mrs. Necklace returns. Oh my god, Necklacey does come back, by the way. He, <laughs> he does. <laughs> the thing that kills me about this scene, though, like emotionally, like not like, oh my god, that's so funny, but like that it seriously made me think about it, is like, the whole reason Takeo is gone batshit loco and is attempting to kill everyone Mm -hmm. is because mastermind has been like putting shit in his head yeah to mess him up for god knows how long you're so powerful and like this is your destiny and all that kind of bullshit but i actually think what he was doing was like fueling his guilt and self-hatred 
Mm-hmm. Like, it I seems think he was trying probably. to push him to do exactly this. And I'm just like, wow. So I'm glad that Mastermind died after telling a basically all-powerful mutant that he's a monster and should hate himself and should just destroy, destroy everything. everything. I mean, it, there's really, like, kind of a vague suicide analog here there is yeah yeah and there's also kind of like a radicalization to like a school shooter mentality or something i mean sorry to bring up something that dark right this particular week but like i was thinking about it where i was like whatever happened to takeo is coming from a place of trying to hurt himself and it's just affecting other people as well but he right he just wants to have everything end and have everything be completely different from what it was it's kind of how i interpret i mean that's i mean that's what we're headed towards right now because like xavier goes back and he's like realizing that memory of the boy that was in the first episode that we kept seeing and yeah we're like todd does this ever come back and todd's like will you fucking watch the show Yeah. So like, like very Charles- carefully going, yes, it gets explained someday. Please don't ask me for any more details. It's like, okay, every single time we watched an episode, we're like, Todd, does this get resolved? And you're like, yes. Why are you guys asking me this? <laughs> Todd, we're like, but Todd, we're so confused. What's happening? And you're like, yeah, that's how a mystery Todd works. Todd would hate going Plot to the movies with us. revealed slowly. And- I mean, <laughs> you would be exactly like my mother. Okay, every time I go home to visit my parents i will watch a movie with my mother and she will look at me in the middle of the movie and go okay so wait, i'm gonna steal a meme she would, we would be watching shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what when we were watching everything everywhere all at once she would say so is that the blah 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 and i'm just yeah. like oh my god mom the movie watch hasn't the even movie. explained it yet we're only 10 minutes in what do you want from me I, and i feel like that's apparently exactly with the experience of watching a movie with you yeah, actually, it kind of is. I'm not gonna lie. I talk a lot during I movies. I mean, it's better when Maddie and I watch like a comedy together because it doesn't. There's no weight. Well, because a comedy doesn't have like okay, but who is this person though? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I know. So, so Charles, Charles kind of explains to himself and the viewer like, oh, Takeo was reaching out to me in those moments. Like when I kept dreaming about this little boy who I couldn't reach and who kept facing away from me, it was because Takeo was actually trying to reach me. And that's so sad. But he couldn't because of the stupid machine that Dr. Sasaki hooked up to him. But he was when he was a child, though, he couldn't. He wasn't hooked up to the machine, right? So he probably was right, trying right, to reach right. out to him. And that is or, what... Or I feel like maybe he was turning off the machine in those moments and, like, reaching out to Charles. But, like, who knows? I think... Well, okay... I think Takeo's powers like fueled the machine. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So so that's why I'm like, he was maybe turning it off in those moments, but then not being able to fully connect because even in those dreams, he was still running away from Charles and kind oh of like God. chickening Can out. Can you imagine Dr. Sasaki being like, I discovered a new type of energy that's better than like oil and solar. It's taking your child and putting them into a grinder. <laughs> I mean, kind of what Maddie she's said doing. they all look like Mako reactors. Yeah, just saying. They sure oh my do. God. They sure do. It is kind of like that. Like it is. Oh God, this this is one of the most sad stories of abuse ever. I. It's really grim. It's pretty intense. Um, and so then we see Takeo. I think this is the first time Takeo talks, and he calls Charles father while he's crying. Yeah, it is a it's a it's a sweet moment because then they it's hug. It's a good scene, and Charles hugs him and is like, "Just hearing you call me that is enough. It means you forgive me." And like he's crying too, and it's really fucking sad. This this is when the animation yeah. starts Takeda because Takeda is crying. He's turning into like gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> these sparkles go on for a long time there's like orbs floating around oh, we skipped something by accident we skipped Hisako's little 
angelic moment too. We can go back to that really quick. She yeah. walks up as she's having this moment of like, I don't know why the fuck everyone's trying to kill you. I don't know what's going on with Xavier. I'm going to fix the shit yeah. right now, basically. And she walks <laughs> yeah. up and puts her armor's hand on yes. Takeo. And yeah. I think this is supposed to be because her armor is a psychic construct. Ooh. Yes. Maybe. I think she's supposed to be connecting to Takeo's mind. But is she is she touching him with the hand that had the burn on it? Because like yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like it's a, her right yeah. hand. Okay. So it's that's part right of it too. It's all very like the connection is kind of almost magical in some form. Yeah. Right. She yeah. turns gold. And she shows up in this mindscape with Xavier. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And Takeo can look up and see her, and she's like surrounded by this angelic gold light, and she's reaching her hand towards him, but this time he's able to take her hand, unlike Xavier's hand, which he couldn't take. Right. right. Well, that's because that's the only person he trusts is Armor. Yeah, like she was the person who was actually there for him as a kid, not Charles and not Dr. Sasaki. Like, if you went back and rewatched this show, knowing everything you know now, you would see all these scenes with like Armor being like, why what happened to the 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 institute yeah. i don't remember like why do we have the like weird blurry memories like wasn't there a boy here dr sasaki's like no that was another boy from regular school shut the fuck up and leave it's like <laughs> if you rewatch the show it's, it's like just i feel like dr sasaki is just going to be even worse the second time around because you know what's coming yeah yeah so todd wasn't that your experience in rewatching it this time yeah, the last time I was on the show, I was just like, this is a show that actually rewards watching in the mm-hmm. second time. Yeah. Because you get to see all of the little bits and pieces of the plot that get inserted way in advance. Yeah. Of yeah. you, the actual reveal. Yeah. Right? And like one of the early ones is Xavier asking Hisako about the Sasaki Institute. And she's just like, I can't remember, but it's fucking weird that I can't Yeah, where remember. she's like, there's something yeah. about that word that sounds familiar but i don't think it is familiar it's like she has a weird response to that where she's like i don't know yeah something is clearly off and that's like episode three and i mean i think it's episode (laughs) one where xavier has the dream which he says i there's this fucking dream again where he like sees the little boy running away from him yeah he does do that while he's like crying over gene's grave you know yeah because that's foreshadowing about how gene and takeo are both going to become phoenix ghosts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then Hayden Christensen and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda yeah, they all, all show the up and they're all waving the golden girls are also standing there next to all the Jedi <laughs> pretty much oh my god uh, so uh, Takeo's now like little gold orbs sparkling around the fucking world now and this is the part that we were all talking about at the beginning of this episode where Dr. Sasaki pulls up like one of the guns with the serum and then she's like this is all my doing I shut him off from the world I brought the human here I create a serum to cure people but only wound up killing and mutating people and like making things worse <laughs> Everything that's happened it's is my, my fault. fault. And like and no one's correcting this her. This dose is strong enough to kill a normal human. It's all I've got. I'm sorry, Charles. And everyone just stands there. They don't stop her. They're like, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> His socko screams no, but everybody else is kind of like, yeah, Beast is like handing her the gun. She's yeah, like, he's like, go ahead. Beast is like, like, I've got extra serum in here in my pocket. He's got like a bottle going, like, you know, if you think that dose isn't going to be enough, I got some spares. And Logan's like, yeah, just I'll catch you with my claws just in case when you fall. Like, you know. As much as I love Schadenfreude Yui Sasaki's expense, can I rewind a little bit? Sure. So, what happens to Takeo? 
is that we <laughs> oh, you realize to explain how he dies. Well, no, there, <laughs> yeah, there is there is something about it that is relevant, which is at the end, Takeo seems to realize the only way for this to get solved is for him to disappear. Oh, you mean the planet ending and everything is that he has to undo. Oh, I see what you're Takeo saying. Takeo comes to the conclusion. That, like, the only way to fix this is for Takeo to not exist anymore. It's really sad, though, if that's if that's your interpretation. I mean, I think it's possible, but it's not spelled out. But I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's how it goes. But also, he's smiling. Yeah. When he finally yeah. disappears. Like, it really, the last people who see him are Hisako and Charles in yep. this mindscape plane thing that they're doing mm-hmm. and he smiles up at them as he finally disappears yeah and also we kind of see around the world like the sky goes back to blue and everything else is fine and it all dissolves into that same gold dust yeah it's weird. like the the purple tendrils and stuff i thought that happened later like i does thought it comes later? back to that no I it think happens it, here the orb comes back the orb does come back that is correct. It does. It does. Because like Armor looks at it. She's like, oh. So all that happens. The planet's fine. Yui's about to kill herself. And then a little gold orb flies out. And it's Takeo. <laughs> and it's the orb. Yeah, Armor looks at it. And she's like, oh. There's like a little chime. Okay. When you we know? say orb, we're talking like something you could hold in the palm. Yeah. It's like Tinkerbell. Like, a, like yeah. a moat. Yeah. We're not yeah. talking like a gigantic fuck off orb. No, in no, the sky. no, no. You're right. A like, little a little a little <laughs> dust. It's like mode. Navi flies. Although I really by. love the idea that that's how Takeo comes back is this like giant fuck off twenty foot sphere. <laughs> He's an orb. With a big robot voice, mother don't. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh my god. I, this annoys me. Like I don't like that Takeo comes back and is like, Mom, don't kill yourself. Like it's right? it's all good. Like, I forgive you is kind of the implication of this. And I'm like, I don't. I'm like, no, fuck that bitch. I don't forgive her. Yeah. No. And then we like see like in Takeo's mind, we see like Charles and Yui Sasaki holding hands with him when he was a little boy. Like he's imagining his idyllic childhood. Yeah. Didn't love that Charles wasn't in a wheelchair for that moment. I'm like, that's kind of weird, Takeo, but okay. Uh, well, I mean, it is Xavier. It's questionable when he can walk. That's a great boy. Takeo is aware of that. And he's like, I forgive you for this too. And so then Takeo fades out and we just see Charles and Yui holding hands in the sort of astral plane world and then charles in reality is like our son's last wish yui he's found peace he wants us to find it too to live and carry on to try to heal each other and i'm like so she gets absolutely no repercussion for any of this shit she did to billions of people we don't actually know that yeah like she doesn't it's true she doesn't die on screen or anything but like it very well could be that, like, when the X Men are like, "Well, I guess we're going to call an Uber," and like it comes and picks them up, <laughs> and they drive off. I just, I could very easily see a shot of like Hisako in the back, looking out the rear window, and then there's like a giant fuck off explosion in the distance, and she just goes, "Huh." <laughs> <laughs> but like, we we really don't know what happens to her. She's like, "Huh, what happened?" And they cut to the front of the truck, and like Beast is looking down at like one half of a grenade and chuckling to himself. <laughs> <laughs> he just pressed a big button with a yeah, bomb on right. it on his iPad. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's like, he's moving his finger away he's from it. He's just like, yeah, I wonder. Mysterious explosions all the time. They just happen in Japan. It's so weird. That's very strange. It must just be leftover shrapnel from the fucking <laughs> explosions before. And like, then we hear da 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 Oh, my stars and garters. Okay, none of that is how the episode ends. It is. <laughs> though 
Uh, we wrote a better ending. Anyway, okay, so hold on. After the gold sparkles... They surround the moon and float away into Dr. space. Dr. Sasaki comes over and tries to excuse her behavior again. Yeah, she does. She's like, listen, Charles, the only reason why I did any of these horrible things to so many different people and, like, killed a bunch of people and, like, hid Takeo, like, in a tube and, like, didn't feed him and like, used him to power my fucking Mako machine is because... If I didn't do those things, he would be faced with bigotry in the world. And I just knew this was the better option than that. And it was like, Xavier's like, well, you could have asked me to help him with his powers, but I couldn't save him because he didn't fucking tell me. So thanks. I I mean, that's basically his line. Yeah. Is that he's like, I didn't fucking know about any of this and I could have helped him. Wait, but it's like funny, like, because then Dr. Sasaki's like, it's not your fault, Charles. It's definitely mine. And Xavier's like, I didn't say it was my fault. It's like, yeah, no one's disputing that. It is 100% your fault. Never has it been more clear whose fault something was than in this specific moment where, honestly, the blame can't be shared at all by anyone else. Like, wow, dude. And the only other person you could pin the blame on is Mastermind. But Who's dead? He's fucking gone. So And also dead. the two lab techs who helped out, also dead. So really, everyone yeah, else know, right? who was even remotely Seriously. involved, the U-Men, also dead. Like, you may as well die, Dr. Sasaki, because everybody else fucking did. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Also, Xavier does turn to Sasaki yeah. and he's like, hey, thanks for, like, doing nice things for Takeo because nobody else did. Yeah, he's like, thanks for giving him the only happy memories he ever had, is what he says to her and it's like damn okay he does and then storm turns around it says this insane line where she's like and now we live in a new world where humans and mutants live live together in peace and i was like okay <laughs> like takeo transformed for like 10 yeah. minutes and that was not enough to fix bigotry i don't know why storm of the all characters got this line i'm like this is crazy that you're even saying this i don't know what the hell they're like no See, they're helping each other, and we get like shots of like Rogue like handing yeah, a baby to like a, a parent or something. That definitely didn't radicalize any humans against mutants. Right. And then Beast is like, "You're right." Now that Mastermind, the inner circle, is gone, the world loves us, and it's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and Logan's like, "And Magneto's locked up, so that's fine too." I was like, "Why are you bringing Magneto into this?" <laughs> they have to remind us before the post-credit scene where Magneto escaped. It was really such a just like, thank God there can't be a season two. Everyone else is either dead or in jail. <laughs> the this last what... Metroid has been nope. destroyed. Yep. The, the galaxy, galaxy is, at is at peace. Yeah, <laughs> except Holy the galaxy shit. is never at peace. Uh, and so then this is when Scott has his line where he turns to Hisako and he's this like... This is the part that Todd liked yeah, where he was like... He's like, uh... I have my doubts about you. Long pause. But even I can be wrong. I'm proud to call you an X-Man. And Hisako's like, thanks, I guess. And then, okay. <laughs> and then he hands her... He puts something in her hand. She's like, what is this? She looks and it's the pendant. It's, yes. this is and necklace. Scott is like, it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you should have her. He's like, I'm considering sleeping with someone else, so I figured I'd give you this. Wait, no, it's just like funny. Like he's like, this is my wife, and I was like, um. So anyway, have you met Emma? <laughs> <laughs> I bet she could teach you a thing or two in bed. And I was like, yeah, I'll find some time to pencil you in. We'll talk. And Scott's like, well, he, wait a second, line, Emma's hot. The line that Scott ends on before he gives her the pendant is, I guess, you know, even I still have things to learn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Right, which is why, which is why he, he doesn't necessarily say this is my wife, but in his eyes, you can see he means take care of my wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm giving her to you. 
But that is why it's very out of strange. nowhere, Hisako brings up. I like how you just chose the words of, uh, you could see in Cyclops' eyes. This is what he was thinking. I'm like, can we see into Cyclops' eyes? He's wearing a visor <laughs> over his eyes, but you yeah. know, yeah, you can that's see it in his eyes. He was thinking about Gene because okay. I instantly died from being obliterated yeah, right. by the lasers. Okay, wait, hold on. Gene is there. Well, that is hilarious. That's why. But also, like, then there's that moment where Scott turns to Emma and he's like, "Wait a second, Emma's hot." And like immediately, Logan's like, uh, "Excuse me," and it's like, <laughs> "Logan." Yeah, Logan calls him Lover Boy, which I thought was very cute. <laughs> Logan's immediately jealous. Yeah. that Scott could be introduced, interested, inter, interested in somebody. Oh God, none of us can do it today, guys. We can't <laughs> We're speak. sleepy. I don't know. I mean, I slept. I don't have any excuses. I'm just me. I slept terribly. And so Logan is like, how are we supposed to get the fuck out of here? And Storm just goes, details, details, <laughs> which is really funny because Logan's like, easy for you to say you can fly. And that's yeah, you can just fly away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, it doesn't end with that. It ends with Dr. Sasaki and Xavier holding hands. And I was like, Clearly, I no. didn't even see that. I just ignored I don't that like completely because that's disgusting. But again, I just want to emphasize, once the credits start rolling, we don't know what happens to Yui. What are you talking about? They left and then she blew up and everyone's like, that was weird. And Beast <laughs> laughed. Everyone's standing around and then Logan's like, they got to be rolling the credits by now. And then they just start like kicking her. <laughs> <laughs> what is this like tiny tunes where they're, they're self-aware they're in a tv exactly. show they're like, the camera's the off and they start kicking them and then we hear somebody go oh the camera's still rolling and buster and bats are like oh time to tell jokes <laughs> like meanwhile like plucky ducks dead in the background so credits but then so guys magneto escaped <laughs> Did you guys hear about this yeah there's a post-credit scene that looked epic they lingered on the shot of his prisoner nameplate for a while yeah is there some like reference in the number oh i didn't look at his prisoner number maybe that's from the movies or something there's a challenge for you listeners yeah see if that's an easter egg check out his they did include like the chessboard the plastic chessboard which is like obviously in the movies a lot too so this is very much influenced by the movies version of uh, magneto's prison the plastic prison um they don't show us how he escaped but we can we can guess it's similar to how he does it in the movies mystique helps him it's torn to shit, so we can infer. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I wish they did a season two, though, because that would be fucking cool. I'm trying to see if there was supposed to be... I, it's, I'm reading now that all these seasons of the anime all had cliffhangers like there was going to be a season two, so I think maybe what happened... I can't. I would have to do more research, yeah. but it looks like they had planned for there to be multiple seasons, and they didn't do well enough to get them. I think it's so like they all end on cliffhangers. They should have done way better. Like talk about a show I wish would come back. But okay, but Maddie, here's the thing. I know why it didn't. It's it didn't really air anywhere. Like this yeah. was all straight to DVD releases in a really weird era of time because what it's like between 2010 and 2012 when we were like in that in between of what was going to be the streaming world that we live in now. Yeah, it wasn't accessible. It was like you were still buying shit at like Walmart and Target. It was apparently airing on G4. Yeah, there was no Crunchyroll or anything in 2010, right? But I think that's the reason why I failed is that like it just didn't get enough purchases and enough like outreach on it, which happened all the time back then because it was all based on like DVD sales where now people just put random shit on fucking streaming services and they're like, like they're are so many DC animated movies and they keep releasing them because people can just fucking watch them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a different world now. 
So I don't know. Bad. Anyway, I wish we had seen Magneto. Yeah, me too. On the show, that would have made this episode a five out of five. But it's not a five. It's, I'm going to give it a three. He's in the credits, right? Like he's he been in the closing credits in this like montage of villains that aren't actually I mean, on the show. So Mystique <laughs> looks great as an anime character. Yeah, I feel like they she probably does. wanted to bring Mystique back as well. I would guess that would have been cool. I was going to say I'm surprised Silver Samurai wasn't on here, but he's absolutely going. I think to be... he's in the Wolverine anime, which we're going to watch next. Yeah, like as a main character, and I'm going to like want to die. I don't know if that's going to be as good <laughs> as this one. It's hard to imagine that it could be, but I guess we'll find out. I mean, who knows? I mean, like we really don't know until we watch it, which is the next show we're watching right. on here, and we're not going to do a wrap up on this anime until we watch both animes and the two specials that have at like Logan randomly in Iron Man and Blade. Yeah. Can I come back for a Wolverine episode or two? I've never seen it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, watch it along with us. Let us let us know what you want to come Todd back is going to be Todd here. Will come back for sure. I will not torture Maddie by asking to come all the time. No, it's fine. I also no. before we can we do can that, we invite Cloaky also? <laughs> can you be the fourth person on here? I like that there's the idea that we could have an episode without Cloaky. Yeah, Cloaky's always here. That's true. Like we could prevent him somehow. Oh, guys, Cloaky's going to be back on the next episode yeah, because we the have next a listener mail is a, next. Is a listener mail. Um, but Ryan, Ryan, Todd, you got to rate the episode. Come on, stop skipping ahead to the plug oh, section. Okay, all right. Well, I, I'm going to give it. <laughs> I, it's kind of funny because it's skipping ahead one of the, is the literal. This is the only thing we've done for I the know, past ninety minutes. We could not, right, I know, not right? go in order today. I don't know why not, but we just couldn't do it. Well, anyway, because all this stuff happens at the end of the episode. That's why it happens on the movie episodes too. I think it's just when you get the three of us together, we jump into the future. Yeah, we just get excited about certain parts that we want to talk about. Right now, it has not been two hours to explain twenty minutes, so we're doing pretty good, guys. No, it's been twice as long as the amount of time of the episode because that's how we roll here. <laughs> that's about how long it takes us to get I mean, through you're saying that now, but I have no idea how, how much you cut. Um, so I'm going to give it like a three out of five also because it's not a strong episode, but it does wrap everything it does. up. Like it does a good job of that. I don't think there's anything like I would say that's poor about it. I just think that it's it's just slow. a little slow. <laughs> I, like, I liked it. I like the, it's the kind messages. Of anticlimactic. I agree. It's a little anticlimactic. I, I did like seeing Warren and Rogue. Yeah, but but I felt there was more eh. climax with him versus mastermind in the last episode where he killed the shit out of him and i was like okay cool yeah that was cool i don't know i mean it just feels like they could have done a little bit more but i understand they had to do could like have killed dr sasaki <laughs> okay so if, if they killed <laughs> i was Tata- literally about to say one out of five x's okay. sasaki's not dead by the time Honestly, the credits roll. <laughs> she, if they okay if they killed her at the end of this show it would have been like a 10 out of five for me I, so. i'm not gonna lie it is a disappointment that she doesn't die and that every other villain in takeo's life does die the disney villain mastermind died but the other bitch didn't yeah it just it has to end on this like perfect heterosexual family ideal for Takeo, which I don't really like either. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, he bounced. He's like, I'm see you heteros. Bye. <laughs> like, I'm going to gay heaven. Kind of, yes. <laughs> I'm a sparkle he now. He kind of is going to gay heaven and he's sparkling and he's beautiful. He's being protected by Cloaky now. That's how it goes. Yeah, sure. And Gene, apparently. <laughs> and Gene, no, that's right, no. Gene. Hisako's being protected by Jean. That's true. Oh, that's right. Scott You're gave right. Jean to her. <laughs> so weird. I am never going to let that joke die. Well, I mean, it's not even a joke. It's literally true. Like, that is what <laughs> pretty occurs. Much the truth. Hold on. I would love a second season of this show that got, like, real anime where, like, the necklace, like, starts talking to armor yeah. and it's like... Hisako gets possessed by the phoenix. 
Oh, I was thinking more like, you know, armor just keeps on getting like hints from the necklace. It's like, you know, like those animes where they do that, where they add the necklace or some piece of jewelry just like talks Mm -hmm. for like a really long time in several episodes and guides them. And I'm like, that would be excellent. And then at the end, it like turns into Jean and then Jean kills everyone. Yeah, that'd be cool. Dark ending. I just kept, I keep thinking back to the beginning of you recapping this show where you were like, what is the necklace? What importance does the necklace have? Is the necklace going to come back? And it I does. wanted to say, like, yes, but in a really stupid fucking way. It comes back repeatedly. Yeah, I mean, like, it is really dumb. And I feel like at this epi- as of this episode, we really get confirmation that Gene is apparently a ghost of some kind. I, a ghost somewhere? A spirit. An energy force that is capable of communicating with people, even if she isn't alive enough to, like, still date Scott. <laughs> and is still like, Scott, you need to move <laughs> on. We cannot be together Gene's like, anymore. move on. <laughs> Move on, Scott. Swallow Logan's dick. Kill Takeo, Scott. It's fine. No, don't kill him. Don't kill Takeo. <laughs> date Logan. And he's like, I can't do any of those things. Yeah. I have to kill Takeo and I can't date Logan. We're like, oh my God, Scott. What What did you rate the episode, Maddie? Oh, I gave it a three. I gave it a three as well. Yeah. Todd, you're welcome to rate it if you want. No, I I don't. That that's your That's your domain. It's fine. I'll rate movies, but not episodes well but like todd i mean i know we're gonna do a wrap-up later but what's your overall rating of the show like not this episode yeah but like this season and also like the anime not the mutant ages <laughs> I really like, yeah, please I really, don't it, tell okay. us your overall rating of the mutant ages we don't want to know <laughs> you have guest hosts on too often and they're dumb no. i hate it <laughs> they're, they're dumb you should get that guy off the show <laughs> no one's ever i really that. i really liked watching that okay so like i said a billion years ago. Like well, the first time I watched the show, I watched it in Japanese. So one, it was cool getting to see, getting to hear the English voice actors who do a much better job than I thought they would have. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I saw I think I saw it originally in Japanese too, like those two episodes I saw. Usually the dub the dubs of the like direct to DVD stuff don't go so hot. But I guess Marvel had like they they got good talent. I was stunned to find out Mary Elizabeth McGlynn played marsh yeah i say that was, that was crazy to me i would never have guessed from hearing the character in a million years i mean she is like a low bassy voice anyway so i'm not surprised yeah but, but like, she's just really but she talented. has also played the exact opposite like she's had some other roles oh, I know. that are not like that kind of really i mean pretty much every voice on this show is like a career voice actor like all of them are really really good yeah like obviously steve bloom but i mean like the whole list i mean jennifer hale is gene etc cetera, etc cetera. Ryan. Was she? Yes. Yep. We've gone over this, Ryan. And every time you're like, what? I like every single time. <laughs> <laughs> She's Commander Shepard, and this is her favorite necklace on the city. That's right. <laughs> like, I just, it was, I would actually say that, okay, this is going to sound insane. I would say if you have seen the show before and you're thinking of watching it again, I would do so. Well, two friends of yours who've never seen it are recording a podcast about it. Legitimately, though, like hearing you two work through this stuff every week was fun for me and then i got to occasionally be part of that discussion too so that was nice Mm -hmm. so i think that that colored my view of it too like it was fun to watch the show again like i said and get to see like oh yeah that thing that they tell you like in episode 11 Mm -hmm. when the show is practically over like that actually came in in like episode two and i did not notice that the first time i saw this show so it, yeah. it rewards a second viewing, I think, now that you know all the secrets. I also want to like say, since we were talking about voice actors, I'm looking at the list, but Yui Sasaki was played by Gwendolyn Yao, yep. who uh, played Domino. 
also. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I don't You probably told me that too, and I just don't remember. But I don't who think did I she did. play in Wolverine and the X Men? Oh, she played Domino. Domino. She played Domino. She was Domino. She also, yeah, she also played Mariko and Master. She was a Master Mold. Oh, yeah. She did a ton of voices. I love the idea that like somebody asked Domino something on Wolverine and the X Men, and all of a sudden, she's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Talk about range. I mean, all she got okay, to do in this show Do you know who else is she is? This is how I actually know her from because I was like, wait, why do I know this name? She's Payne from Final oh, Fantasy X. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we talked That's about true. that when we found out that she was on Wolverine and the X-Men, like as Master Mold and stuff. But also, yes, talk about a character who does not sound even remotely like Yui Sasaki. Yeah. Another oh, example. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's it is it is impressive to hear everybody nailing it. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking at the whole voice list, and it really is. They really did have like some of the best of the best in terms of voice acting in video games and anime and cartoons. So like that's really cool. So I'm I'm kind of glad they managed to do that. I don't know how it would have been on the Japanese end because I don't know any of these names, but mm-hmm. maybe the same situation. Who knows? Yeah, I feel like we might have to skip who's gay because I don't know that there is anybody in this particular episode. The I mean, there's Logan and Scott, but like, I mean, it's Ko is. <laughs> yeah, fair I mean, enough. like, are you just talking from? He literally, he literally turns into Disco Sparkles and goes to Gay Heaven. I'm pretty sure that boy is gay. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like queer coding to Ko, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's not code. It's literal. He's sparkles. He's a disco <laughs> ball. He's. It's tough. He's dancing. Well, I, look, you you know that if. Like tragedy had not struck and Takeo had become a teenager, that he would be Gay. a theater kid and <laughs> Hisako would be his fag hat. That's right. That yeah, is 100%. 1, I also. Thousand percent what would happen. I also, for like looking at him from a Legion perspective, I mean, they've never like outrightly said that Legion is queer in some way, but I've always read him as like a bisexual character because he's got. <laughs> he's like literally every gender and sexuality. How That's he- what I'm going to say. Like, he like doesn't really conform. I don't feel like. I mean, Proteus, I think, does. I don't think Proteus, like, he doesn't strike me as somebody that's like super queer, but. Legion 100%. And this, even though it's like Dr. Sasaki, who is Moira, and Moira did the same shit to Proteus, in terms of like storytelling with Xavier, it's Legion, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's that story. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys have said that multiple times on the show that like Takeo is kind of like a Legion Proteus hybrid. Yeah. I mean, like Proteus can do all the same shit. So but he has Proteus's fucked up reality bending powers, but like personality and history wise, he's. It's too many yeah. dang powers, if you ask me. He gets to be a telepath <laughs> yeah, and bend it works reality. With reality around. It's crazy. So, like, when you're gay, you can up, open up portals and, like, break the sky. This is why they don't like us. It's because, like, we break the sky, like, when we're like, we're gay, we're here, we're queer. And they're like, stop breaking the sky, you gays. <laughs> Thank you for the image of some fundamentalist Christian pastor in Every year, they have them pride parades, and then their purple tendrils come out the sky, and it turns all red. <laughs> and it's scary. Okay, they would, they though. Totally Let's be would. real. Honestly, 
I'm now like the old enough queer that I would look outside and see the like terrifying apocalypse sky in June and go, fuck, it's pride again. (laughs) (laughs) This shit again. Now I can't go outside. Yeah, the sky is breaking. The queers were like, sky is breaking. Until Colossus and Deadpool finish picking up all the babies and then you can go out again. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was Nightcrawler and Deadpool, Maddie. Colossus wasn't with Deadpool. She already rewrote it in her head she fixed it it's fine. also sunfire was there so sunfire was there um all right do we want to do I plugs? feel like he should have been let's there. do plugs uh so first all right. of all yeah we're gonna do a listener mail next week week after that dark phoenix yeah i'm oh. not excited oh, i will God. actually i'm excited oh, to God. torture todd specifically with dark <laughs> phoenix because he's gonna todd fucking lose to know his what mind. happens after the apocalypse app, what happened? No, I yes. know, but I'm just saying Scott. But I, mean, I Scott. Googled it. Wow, I just <laughs> screamed Scott. <laughs> I'm like, Scott, listen to me. Oh my God. True, true story. And I may have said this before. My maternal grandmother mistakenly called me Scott all the time. I kind of, now that I think about it, has sort of a similar mouthfeel. They sound the same. Yeah. They feel the same in your mouth. I mean, they have. A T the first in there, vowel sound an is an O, and they end on a on a d- d- double consonant. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, and one of my aunts was temporarily named temporarily named Scott. Holy shit! Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> my aunt Scott. Yeah. My aunt Scott. Temporarily. One of my aunts was na- married, named to fuck. <laughs> married, named to. Follow what? us at themutantages.com. <laughs> ScienceScene.net or ScienceScene.net. Auntie Scott says go to ScienceScene.net. Yeah, Auntie Scott temporarily named Auntie Scott says go to MutantAges.com and check out our email address. Send us some mails. Although by the time you listen to this, we already recorded the listener mail, but don't worry about it. Uh, You can still email us uh, at themutantages at gmail.com. You should join our Discord server. Yeah, we'll read it on the next one. Uh, We've got, yeah, there's always a next one. We'll we'll do another one after we finish the Wolverine season, um, which, of course, we're going to do after Dark Phoenix. And we have a Discord server link that you can click and join. We have a voicemail inbox, 1508-319-1668. And we have a P.O. box, which is P.O. box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. You can mail us physical mail, send us action figures, postcards, whatever you want. And we're all over social media. You can contact us there, too. We're at the Mutant Ages on every platform. And individually, we're on those platforms, too. I'm at Mitty Myers on pretty much every platform these days. Uh, Ryan, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm Ryan Pagella everywhere. I have discovered that I keep on saying <laughs> I'm Ryan Pagella on Twitter, Ryan.Pagella on Instagram. But if you type in my name, Ryan Pagella on Instagram, it still just pops up. So just literally look for my name and you can find me. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. the best way to do anything. Todd, where are you? Long pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the couch. Follow me at my couch at myhouse.com. Okay. Dr. Todd Harper on Twitter. That's the fastest way. And then All right. the rest is an ARG. From there, the adventure is up to you. Yeah. From there. Pick your own adventure. Like, it's like, what's your ending going to be? Are you going to go follow Dr. Todd Harper or one of his other Instagram accounts? Yeah, you never know. And by Instagram, I mean Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I am technically. I am on Instagram. I just never you update are. it because. I know. I don't even think we're. I, I have a policy of I only post things on Instagram when 
they're positive or good, so I never have. That's a good way to, to be. Post on Instagram. Wow, that is. I mean, I mean, you you gotta find sad, a way but... to use it then, because you deserve yeah. to feel positive and good about some of the things that happen to you. Yeah, because like Instagram is the only social media that's not like on fire right now, like being banned from existence. Yeah, For but now. it's owned. It's owned by Facebook, so that's kind of inevitable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. So speaking of other places, we do also have a Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash the mutant ages we're completely yeah, we're a listener supported show and yeah. we i don't know why i'm like talking over you to say this i'm like let's say it by the, the way time. maddie do you know what the patreon because it's is a th- it's a thing you do have you not realized that by now <laughs> we literally had a four minute yeah, discussion as soon as i start talking Ryan listen everybody i am not gonna be accused of these accusations accused i don't know why did you say that like that i have no fucking idea i'm not answering to these accusations goodbye Ryan, do you want to look up our top tier patreon supporters and give them a shout out on the show because that's the thing that we oh, do yeah. every week that's something you get here if you're a top tier patreon supporter so um <laughs> samuel me <laughs> sorry me <laughs> Thank you for being our doctors. Sufficient Mars. Okay. I, what just happened? One. Two. Buddy's dead. I liked that. I didn't expect it, and I like it. It's a surprise. It was Dr. Sasaki. Yeah. You know, she came. I, she's okay. like, she, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I mutated and turned you all into monsters. <laughs> I guess I should just die. Long pause. <laughs> Samuel B and Sorry B, please come get your kids and lose my number. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, since this happened since the last time I was on the show, that poor Soren replied to something on Twitter. Yes. And I did not know that it was. It was about Fire their Emblem. Twitter account. Yeah. It was about. <laughs> it was about Soren B. Oh. <laughs> And yeah, right. It was the ring, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it was the Soren ring, rank B. And I remember seeing that tweet in my mentions, but not knowing who it was from. And I go into the they just slack and I'm like, Maddie, who the fuck is Yeah, this? and I was like, it's Soren B. Do you remember weeks She's like, ago it's you made B? a joke about Fire Emblem? And you were like, oh, I thought just somebody was sending me a bunch of ring emojis for some reason on Twitter. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, okay. Because there was so, they were like engagement ring emojis. And I'm just like, is somebody proposing to me? That's kind of weird. I don't recognize this name. <laughs> I just wanted to apologize. Soren. Soren, if I didn't if if I didn't interact with that tweet, it's not because I dislike you or anything. I just had no clue who that fucking was from. Yeah, it's fine. I I know. I understand. And now you know. I remember the reference I had at the episodes. I, I think about these things. Somebody has to. Well, and actually my my that professional Twitter account, Twitter sometimes hides mentions and stuff from me if they're not from people I follow. Mm on that account for some reason. Twitter doesn't really work that well anymore. <laughs> like, I've had that happen with people I do yeah. follow lately. It is slowly breaking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for being our top tier Patreon supporters. As I was talking over Maddie before, mm-hmm. uh, we are a completely listener-supported show, and we want to keep it that way. We don't really want ads here. Uh, but if you want to share this show and spread the word of how amazing it is, yeah. that would also help. Especially if you can't afford to support us, please uh, leave us a rating, write a review, and share the show with your friends. We just finished the anime, so that's right. It's a great time to hop in, watch along with this one. Get ready or for the some next Wolverine. One. If you really want to survive Dark Phoenix with us, which really is about nothing, yeah. way to sell it, buddy. Like- yeah, oh my God. <laughs> 
Thank you for two weeks of mounting dread. Oh, you'll be part. fine. It's really appreciate. I don't it. actually. I don't think it's as bad as Apocalypse. But it's been a while, so I might disagree with myself. I disagree because Dark Phoenix, like, they couldn't... That's the movie where they reshot most of the movie, but they didn't, like, edit it well together. So it's just, like, cut randomly. And, like, they are trying to stay, like, to what they already created the universe. So they were like, well, we can't use the Hellfire Club or Emma, so we're going to invent, like, other people to be here. And it's, like, crazy. Like, at one point, Jessica Chastain is, like playing a character and she's kind of emma frost but she's kind of not right and like there was they did an interview with her a year after the movie came out she goes i have no idea who character i was playing because they kept changing it so i literally don't know who the fuck i was Mm -hmm. and i was like that's terrible they change it so that she's just a random alien who is also a sexy blonde lady that looks like emma frost that's her thing sure so she's a cool alien well okay we've already established that all ryan needs to do is see a blonde wearing yes and think that's emma no but really she does kind of (laughs) have emma 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 vibes (laughs) in certain ways you'll see it's it's she would have been good as emma if they had done that so commit to anything right Especially because they were like, well, we already introduced Emma oh twice God. in two separate Fox films. Whenever we get to actually reading about this, this there's so much information on this Wikipedia page about this one movie. It is going to be like, it's going to take me like half an hour to get through it before we even start talking about the movie. Well, that'll be part one of our two-part series on Dark Phoenix. Yeah, because it like goes on about how it was like, and here's all the sequels they were going to make, but then it got canceled because Disney bought them. And I was like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Anyway, that's our show. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming along with us on this anime journey. Truly. That's right. An incredibly fun One of the best X-Men shows. Oh, shit. There goes the microphone. Um, Okay. Hi, everybody. And uh, (laughs) we'll see you next time for some listener mail. See you next time where we're going to be hanging out with Sora, Goofy, and Donald Duck. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye.